0: This is and Lattes, a very, very imperfect podcast brought to you by me, Rosemary Watson. I'm a mom of six. I'm a wife to one. I've got a lot of businesses going on in my atmosphere. I've got a lot of different projects. And really, truly, I just love connecting with people. And this podcast is one way that I get to connect with my audience. So buckle up. We're about to get a lot of information in your ears. What is a brand voice? and why do you need it so we talked about this a little bit in an episode previously but really understanding what your brand voice is is going to direct the copywriting of everything you put in writing in your business and it's also going to help direct what you say in videos how you talk in audio how you converse and train your your team to converse with clients how you respond in emails there's a lot that goes into building, oh, sorry, building a brand voice. And we want to really give our coaching clients a lot of help, hands-on help, defining how they speak to the world. And this is so important because especially this has been very obvious when I'm building a team is that they don't converse with people the way I converse with people. And it can be quite a jarring experience for a client when you have, so for me, when I'm a when I write to people via email, I write how I talk, right? So if I'm going to meet someone in person, usually I'm the person that's going to convert into a sale for our company. Usually they book an assessment call with me. I talk to them. I get what they're looking for. You know, I listen to them. I have that one-on-one engaged conversation. We laugh, we talk, you know, I am interested in them and their personal life. So when I then send them, a quote for the services that we create, I send it very conversationally in an email. I usually also record a video when I'm sending a proposal so people can hear me talk about their project instead of just reading it in a dry email because tone can be lost a lot in com- in text. So I wanna make sure I give as many touch points with my verbal communication and my face as much as possible. Um, and so I'll send that video. I'll send this long, nice email, and that's very conversational. It has some emojis in there. It's, you know, has a greeting in the beginning. I say goodbye the way I say goodbye. And it's just very consistent as they're meeting with me, talking about their project was. Then we flip to when I hand it off to the team members. And then a lot of them have been either in academia, worked with colleges, or been in corporate situations, and they don't converse in emails the way I do. And so it's a very jarring experience for them. To to transition to me being like, Hey, how's it going? And then it goes to them saying, hello, madam, we are now requesting your documentation. Like it feels weird. And so we had to look at that and be like, all right, let's conversation up your emails, team members. Um, so they can get used to being really loose and happy and getting the vibes of our company. So no matter who these clients interact with, they're getting a consistent experience. Um, It's very similar to like, if you've ever gone to the Disney store, people in there are crazy, right? My mom used to work for the Disney store and she would be like, yeah, they give you scripts. Like you can't, they have certain like vocabulary for different things. Like you can't say, usually like I've worked in retail. I worked at Victoria's Secret for in college forever. And we would say like, okay, come onto the floor, right? So if you were in the back room and they said, come to the sales floor, that was just like the main shop, right? You'd know what that was. You'd come out and you would be like in front of customers, like on the main floor. At Disney though, they called it on stage and you couldn't call it anything else. And so that's how the team talked to each other and requested people to come on the sales floor. And there was just so much vocabulary that my mom had to like memorize working with Disney because they wanted that seamless experience. So when people are working in the park and they're out facing customers or patrons or clients, it's always on stage at the park or at the stores. So having that really clear, consistent vocabulary and the way you talk to clients, the way you talk to each other as a team, that provides that consistency and brand voice. And it creates that dependability so they know what to expect when they come to you every single time, whether it's online or it's in person. It's all gonna be the same vibes. You never wanna surprise people. You want them to know from the first interaction with you how it's gonna be the whole way through. And so again, even if you're a one-woman show, why not like set yourself up for success? And so you are ready to hand off tasks, this is also very apparent when you hire someone on for social media because the way you talk Mm. isn't the way they talk. And usually when they're creating social media content for you, they're going to talk the way they think you talk or the way they talk. And that's not what is going to build that consistency. So you want to make sure that there are clear guidelines when you're handing off writing for your brand. And again, there's so many places that you write and interact and engage and communicate with people via email. So we have um, an email CRM, a client relationship manager called HoneyBook, where we get inquiries in, we're able to respond to them via email in that program. We're able to send them proposals and quotes and invoices from that program as well. But it also allows us HoneyBook to create templates. So whenever someone asks a specific question, if it's something that someone's asked more than three times, we then create a template for it. So we have a missed deadline template, because quite frankly, we're humans and there's template, there's deadlines that have been missed. So we have a template in there that says exactly how we talk as a brand. And so our no matter who it is, whatever project manager we have on the case, whichever, if maybe I ask like a different person to send an email, I can say, hey, go in and find that template and just fill in the name, fill in the problem that we're facing and the reason, because in the template it has in brackets, like fill in problem here or fill in reason here or fill in client name here. And then you just send it and you don't have to obsess and stress and worry about that. I even have a like breaking up with a client email in there because I've had clients that have like in the past canceled or pulled back last minute. And I don't have to sit there on a Saturday and feel sad about it and think of an email when I'm upset. I just have to be like, cool, here's an email template. And it says everything I wanted to say when I'm not emotional, when I want have a clear mind and want to communicate with a client, I just have to fill in all the things that are missing and send it right off because I've pre-decided all of that. So with these clients for this coaching program, we go through all of that, right? We have a giant questionnaire. We go through how, how you greet people, how you say goodbye. What are the ways that you communicate on social? Like what are the big pillars and topics that are good for you? What are the things we need to stay away from? No matter what, you don't say this. Um, that idea actually came from a when Periscope used to be a thing, Periscope platform, I watched a Periscope with the owner of Freshly Picked and they create baby moccasins. And she says, we don't use any, we never, ever, ever use any kind of language that um, has Native American in it, at it, at all. Like we stay away from any kind of Native American connotation. So we say mocks, not moccasins. Like they really were clear that they wanted to keep like... um, that like cultural influence as minimal as possible because they didn't want to offend anybody to be honest so that was really interesting as they had a whole guidebook of like we do not say these things and um doing that with your brand voice of like this is how we do not talk to people making sure that's clear is just as important as saying how we do um and then I think too something to remember is that You not only want to do it in like one to one client interaction, but you want to have these ideas when you create newsletters or like email broadcast to multiple people, what the language is going to be for those things, especially when you do sales emails or nurture emails, they can get repetitive and you want to make sure you're mixing up greetings, you're mixing up subject lines, you're mixing up the copy in there. Um, We have clients that have asked us to promote like events for them, right? And they've come up to us and been like, hey, the events this day, here's this, invite people to it. And I have to ask like, okay, we need more copy than this and we need to know how you're going to talk about the event because you're going to be approached in your brick and mortar space about the event people are going to ask you and you're going to respond to them, but all we have is here's the date, here's how to sign up. We need more context with that and we need to know how you talk about it so they're not just getting 10 emails from us over a period of three weeks that say the same thing it's just going to feel like spam we want each email to feel like an actual message in a conversation because you wouldn't be this repetitive robot in person you want to interact with them the way you interact with them in person the exact same online so that's just all things that you need to think about when you're creating a brand voice guide to take you along every interaction with the clients Hey, thanks so much for listening. I'm so glad you stopped by this little corner of the audio internet to listen to Listen to Mates. It is a podcast brought to you by me, obviously, Rosemary Watson, which you can find out more about me on Instagram at Rosemary Watson. But you can also find out more about my company. These are the people that make the magic happen. They make this podcast come to life. Um, You can find them at Artisan Creative Media Agency at artisan.agency on Instagram. And if you want to give another podcast a listen, you can listen to our agency podcast, Curated Conversations. I'm the host and it's brought to you also by my people at Artisan Creative Media Agency. I would love, love, love to hear from you. So leave a review, send me a DM on Instagram and let's connect in real life.